Welcome to the Venari podcast. I'm Tim Hartnell, and in this episode, I'll be speaking to Martin Falkenberg. Marty is a leader within the human resources space and most recently has been CHRO at Suez. Um, Suez is originally a French environmental services company that provides water and waste services to customers with innovative solutions. For 160 years now, uh, they have supported local communities uh, and industrial companies producing drinking water for 66 million people worldwide. Prior to this, he spent uh, some time at Group SEB, uh, Nestle Waters and Mobile. Marty, a warm welcome. Uh, it's great to have you on uh, and it's good to be speaking with you again. Thanks, Tim. It's good to be here. Thanks so much for bringing me on. In today's episode, we're going to hear Marty's insight into key HR and talent topics and his advice for fellow leaders in this space. So to kick us off, uh, how have HR priorities changed in the past few years, Marty? Sure. Well, there are certain topics that have been around for a long time. Anything related to talent, whether it's talent acquisition, talent retention, development, those priorities have continued throughout my entire career. Sometimes they ebb and flow depending on the, the case, the situation in the market, but it's always been a priority. And currently now it's at a high level. It's very acute based on the labor market, et cetera. Um, there's been an evolution over the years of an increasing focus of HR and connection with the business strategy and increased importance in the executive suite and at the board level on HR topics. That's sort of been a steady evolution over the last you know, decade or so. And then more recently, what I've seen is some of what are traditionally considered soft HR topics have really come to the forefront as being critical to success of businesses, particularly in the environment that we've been through over the last couple of years, as you described. So for example, focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion, really, really increasing in its importance. The definition itself has become much broader. There's been a much higher demand from constituents around measurable progress and visible actions as opposed to just talk. And there's also been an expectation that organizations take a more public and vocal stand on sometimes controversial issues that are important to, to stakeholders. So DEI, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion is one. A second one I would say is well-being, which is the recognition that employees bring their whole selves to work and they're not just focused on what's happening at work, but what's happening throughout their entire lives. So things around physical well-being, mental, emotional, spiritual, social well-being, financial well-being, all those things are getting more and more attention in the workplace because it's recognized that that affects uh, employees throughout their entire lives, but also affects how they do at work. And then the last one is employee experience. For decades, we've focused on creating a customer experience. Organizations have, have focused on making customers feel good and have efficient, friendly, positive experiences when they interact with uh, a vendor. Now that uh, focus is moving more internally to our employees and the idea is that we want employees to have a positive experience when they come to work. So those are some of the things that I've seen over the last few years and then throughout my career. Brilliant. Yeah, I think um, it's, it's an interesting one, D and I. We're, we're getting asked a lot here to do various different sort of mapping exercises around um, uh, that. And it's obviously becoming increasingly, uh, you know, a hot topic. So, no, re really interesting to get your thoughts there. Um, I wondered, so obviously in your, your most recent role, um, 
you know, how important is it to, you know, drive engagement across the business? For me, engagement is huge. So first of all, the way I define engagement is it's related to the emotional commitment that people have to their organization and or their job. And when you have that uh, commitment, what that translates into or correlates with is something I call or is called discretionary effort, which is the willingness for somebody to give more than what's the minimum expected to their job and to their organization. And when you have workers that do that, then you're creating a competitive advantage because that's where innovation comes from. That's where creativity comes from. That's where improvements come from and business results get better. So engagement is huge because it leads to a potential competitive advantage. The thing that organizations need to be careful about is it's not a one-way street. So in order to have engaged employees, an organization has to create the right context or the right environment to allow that. And that includes things that honestly are not that, uh, it's not rocket science, but it's not easy to, to put in place or to sustain. But it's things like, first of all, fair and competitive compensation. Secondly, it's realistic expectations and sufficient resources to achieve those expectations. Third, it's a safe and inclusive workplace where people feel comfortable with the folks that they work with and the organization that they're a part of. It includes a, uh, a strong purpose or mission that an employee can identify with. Um, it includes an employee seeing a future for themselves um, and it includes generally a, a sense that the, uh, their leaders and the organization cares about them as people. When you have all those things created, then you can, you can establish uh, engagement in a sustainable way. If you don't, and some companies do it in a very short-term or gimmicky fashion to get quick wins, but what that, what that does over time, and we've seen it now recently, is leads to things like the great resignation, where people don't feel connected or something that you're hearing now, which is called quiet quitting, which is where people basically say, I can only give up to what's required. I can't give a lot of that discretionary effort or I choose not to because the, the deal that we have or the, the exchange that's, that, that's um, agreed to is not where it needs to be. So organizations need to focus on a sustainable way to create the right environment for engagement. And if they do, it creates very sustainable and positive business results. Thanks, Marty. That's really great to uh, hear that insight there. And actually, we've, we've done a, a great resignation podcast uh, in this series. So um, if anyone's interested in that, please uh, do go check that out. Um, and just finally then, Marty, uh, I wondered what advice you would give to fellow leaders within HR to remain agile, I guess, in the current working environment, given what's going on geopolitically. Yeah, sure. Well, some of the things that have worked for me that, that may be useful for others, first and I think most important is to keep your ears open and listen. And by that, I mean listening to employees and stakeholders. I also mean listening to the business strategy that your organization has, listening to the marketplace and what's happening outside, and then listening to peers, other HR leaders and experts in other places that, that could share ideas. So that's the first one. Secondly, I would say be open-minded. Uh, obviously, the world changes and it seems to change more and more rapidly and we have to adapt accordingly. So having that mindset of I'm ready for it um, is important. 
And similar to that or related to that is the idea of embracing uncertainty and, and looking at it not as a, as a scary thing, but actually as an opportunity and a way to make change and move things forward. And then lastly, and this is a real important one too for, for HR people in particular, is to be courageous. A lot of what we do in HR um, may be in the short term either unpopular or difficult or doesn't show quick returns, but they're critical things that drive long-term business success. And so it's important for us at times to push ourselves and our organizations into maybe uncomfortable places in order to allow us to grow and develop and continue to be successful. Brilliant, Marty. Thank you so much uh, for taking the time to speak uh, with me today uh, and for sharing insights. Uh, it's really refreshing to get your thoughts. Um, look forward to catching up with you soon. Um, so it's bye for now, but uh, hopefully talk in the next week or so. Great. Thanks so much, Tim. It was a pleasure being on.